Hello and welcome to Equine Voices Podcast. My name is Ronnie, an intuitive equine communicator. I hope you enjoy this episode and thank you for listening. Good evening. Welcome to Equine Voices. My name is Ronnie and we are doing an informal interview. It's a chat really with Patrick Sullivan and he is um, traveling across the USA on his horse, Gammy and Hal. So I'm going to bring him in and he can explain why he's doing this what it is that brought him to this place and just a little bit about his background and where he wants to go forward in the next part of his journey. So please give a big welcome to to Patrick. Hi, Patrick. Welcome. Hey, Hey, Ronnie. Can you hear me okay? (laughs) I can hear you at the minute. If I can't hear you, I'll let you know. Don't worry. So there you go. The floor is yours. Introduce yourself and yeah, off you go. (laughs) Yeah. So my name is Patrick Sullivan and as you said, I'm riding my horses, Gammy and Hal, across the country from California to Kentucky, and we're doing it all at Liberty, so all bridleless. And we've already ridden over 1,400 miles, and we are in the heart of the U.S., and we are right outside of Garden City, Kansas, for those who know a little bit of geography of the United States. And we are in pretty much all farmland. And what we are doing is we're doing it for a nonprofit that we started, Camila Unbridled, which is for underprivileged kids and the art of liberty. For those who don't know what liberty is, it's being able to communicate with your horse without the use of ropes. And that's the whole idea of doing it bridle thing. We don't need a bridle on our horse's head in order to communicate with him and develop a relationship and a partnership. So we've decided to kind of make a big jump and a big statement and travel across the country and to give back to people and to organizations. We've stopped at seven or eight rescues all across America so far, and we still have about another 12 nonprofits that we're stopping at and giving back. And every time we're at all these nonprofits, we do it for free. So we don't charge any, anyone for any training. We just try to do our best to promote uh, these rescues, these nonprofit organizations, whether it's military organizations, uh, youth organizations, and just do our best to, to share the power of healing that Liberty can do for both the equine and the human. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. And to do that with no finances is um, a credit to you. Um, so we just had a quick little chat before you came on, because obviously I don't know a huge amount about you, as I explained to you. I work intuitively, so if, if something keeps popping up, um, I think right, I'm going to contact that person and see what comes from it. So I contacted you, and I'm so pleased that you agreed to to come on and do a little interview, a little informal chat, and, and tell us about yourself. But you just mentioned that you know the UK and you know Doncaster. Yeah, it's actually a small world. So I grew up playing soccer and football over there. And I had the opportunity to go coach. At I coached with the goalkeepers at Leeds United. I played for a town called Maltby, Maine a Football Club over there. And I had the opportunity to go around and uh, coach at some different youth programs in England and the UK. And that's what kind of brought me over there after I graduated college. And I came back to the United States and coached college soccer for four years uh, over here as well. So the so soccer and football, you know, it has been a huge part of my life until I found horses. And I love the UK. I have been over there multiple times and I would go back in a heartbeat. The people are amazing. The food's great. And uh, the culture is just incredible. So 
That is so funny because I would say the same thing about the USA. Um, I got the chance to go out a couple of years ago and I flew into Denver and I went to Colorado and I literally just bought a ticket. I planned a little bit of a route, but it, it sort of went a bit haywire. It uh-huh. was just, it was amazing and, and I loved it. I felt like I'd gone home. I just loved it. I absolutely loved it. <laughs> and I couldn't wait to go back, but unfortunately due to things that's going on in the world that's not happened uh, at the minute but yeah I can't wait to come back so how did you get into horses Patrick so going from football um or soccer do you call it soccer all my friends call it football so either way I understand what you mean (laughs) I'm just thinking in my head did you ever have an accent because if I go back home because I'm from Lincolnshire when I go back home my accent's a bit stronger when I come back down south it's not quite as strong and I was I was just thinking what they would have thought about your accent but sorry that was just <laughs> off, off the cuff there so how did you get into horses then did you always have horses or is it something that you was guided into no so I kind of you know grew up playing football and coaching football and I got my MBA so I got my MBA in international business through the college that I was working at and I knew I didn't want to coach college soccer forever and so I decided to to move back home, and uh, after I moved back home, my mom uh, bought a small ranch and got horses because after all the kids were out of the house, she finally afford a, a couple of horses of her own, and you know that's where I met my first horse as an adult and started learning how to ride, and I just fell in love with the, the animal. I, I always say that the first horse I met, you know, I just saw she's my angel. You know, she helped me re- rediscover my faith, and things have just grown from there and then two years later I quit my job I've been doing horses about six and a half years now and went from knowing nothing to you know riding across the the country sharing the knowledge that I've gained over the last couple years and trying to give back so it's been an amazing adventure and something that I'm so fortunate and so blessed to be able to do and I see myself with horses for the rest of my life and and just enjoy it every single day. Wow so are you self-taught or did you, um, I mean, we're all like sponges. So when we see something, we absorb knowledge all the time. That's what we do as humans. So was your self-taught or was there somebody that helped you as far as, as training the horses? Yeah. So actually, you know, I had a lot of wonderful mentors and what I would do at the beginning, I would take a lesson every two weeks and practice it and learn and just try to get better. And so a lot of it's through experimenting, but also a lot of it's through the knowledge of, of a lot of my mentors. And the last two years with a gentleman named Dan James of Double Dan Horsemanship, who is Australian, that's where I really learned the art of liberty and a lot of what I know today. So I'm just so thankful for Dan James as well, Elizabeth, for taking me under their wing and showing me and teaching me so much knowledge. I mean, I'm looking at you now as you're talking. I'm not just saying that, so trust me, but I just get this really nice vibe from your energy and it's really authentic. And I wanted to say that before we go any further. You have such a nice, gentle, um, and I'm not just saying that, okay, this is from my heart. So I can I can feel that. And that's what the horses must be picking up on as well. Um, yeah. Wow. Okay, so you're now in Kentucky, is that correct? So, yes. So I spent the last two years in Kentucky, but my base after this trip is going to be in Texas, where I'm going to start a uh, 
youth program, a global youth program over the world, uh, learn art of liberty and reaching the soul of horses. So I'm really excited about that. So that's going to be in Dallas. No, sorry, in Texas. So it'll be about an hour north of Dallas. Yes, it, it'll be yeah. it'll be in Texas. Okay. Uh, so just give me an example of what. So in your head, what are you going to do with that? How is it going to um, manifest? What's the main objectives of it? Yeah, so basically, you know, horses are no longer used as tools. You know, they're, they're not our, our transportation. They're, they're more a part of our family. And, and I feel like in order to keep horses in our life and our society, it's so important that the youth are involved. Kind of gets them off their phone, get them off in video games and all the, on the computer. And it gets them out into nature to be able to relate to another being and another soul and being able to connect ourselves and horses just so much over the world with with how they're developing like that work where kids can can and youth not necessarily kids but youth all what each other are going through and and being able to give back to one another share yeah so basically the goal is to inspire youth all over the world and not just youth but people and and being able to connect with like-minded individuals that can help grow the love of the horse because the future of the, of the equine industry is in our hands and we need to make the equine industry better tomorrow than it is today. And it's not to say there's a lot of great things in the world with, with horses. I also think we know very little on being able to interact with horses on more of a genuine level where that, mm-hmm. because they're no longer tools, they are souls and they are part of the world in which we live. So important to try to give back to them all that they've given us for so many years. You know, they've helped explorers explore the world. They've helped kings and queens win wars. And it's, just, it's our time to give back and, and add them as part of our family. Wow, thank you. I totally, totally agree with you there. They are so, they are so wise and it's, and it's much needed in this this time, any time really, but it's it's much needed. And they have a way of communicating with us and showing my perspective, showing what we need to do with ourselves, how we need to address things and what's going on with our lives. Quite often, um, if I say mirror, it's not like for like, but they often show you what, what you need to address in yourself. And then when you do that, they can show you there's been a slight change with the horse. Do you find that yourself yeah 100 percent. i mean that was beautifully said and i really think i think they teach us more than you know we can truly appreciate because they're giving us lessons every day it's just important for us to listen so we'll go back to what you were saying when you were talking about you're going to have this facility in texas will it be like the horse and the humans interacting and just seeing what comes from that so it's organic and it's yep. free flowing um is that where you're headed or is it going to be a guidance from you so there will be a lot of guidance from from me but also instructors and the team that we together so it's going to be something where we can teach horsemanship and teach being able to you know ride bridleless and do liberty tricks and all those things. But for the trick and the bridalists and all the other stuff comes along, it's important that we respect the horse for what it is. And I think adding the combination of knowledge and teaching, but also healing and interacting 
are the big principles of the youth program. So we're going to teach knowledge, but we're also going to allow the horse and the person to develop relationship as well. I get that. From the little bit that I know of you, as you were talking, I'm just going to say it because I'm learning not to hold back when I get information that comes through and when something comes and it's meant to be given at the time it comes, not to wait for it. And as I'm doing a chat with you, I'm going to say it. When you were talking, I just got like a collective feeling from horses, whatever your belief is, their energy saying that the work that you are doing and you will be going to do is really important because it's connecting links that have been broken many years ago. And this is the collective. So as a communicator, I would be getting information from a horse, but sometimes I get a collective communication and it's the essence of what you've just said is they're very, um, they're very not pleased. That's the wrong word. They knew it was coming and it's, Sorry, what I'm doing is I'm listening to my communication now. Um, okay. What I'm getting is there has been pain, many suffering, and they don't use the word abuse, but that's the feeling and misunderstanding. And they need this to move forward as mankind, as a planetary thing, but they need this to move forward. And this is what they're telling me to say to you is the link is strong within you. But there are others that are similar that you are going to be linking in with, if not already, and helping this on a more bigger scale. So you might think this is just you, Patrick, but actually they've got other plans for you. (laughs) So that's what I'm trying to say. (laughs) And I'm saying that because it's come. So I don't hide what happens now. I I just say it as it comes. I hope that, does that make sense? Oh, it makes a lot of sense. appreciate you being honest. I know we're just getting to know each other here, but, you know, I truly believe that we're going to change a culture. And I think in order to make a difference with horses all over the world, we have changed the culture. And I think we've started, but this, as you're right, this is way bigger than me. This is way bigger than the horses that I'm riding, my sister, you know, it's, it's, it's all of us. And I think so many people want to give back and want to help and want to heal but we just don't know how, but we're going to start giving that knowledge of the how. And once they, people begin to realize the how to heal, I feel like they will heal. So we're excited about that future. Yay. It's like opening Pandora's box. And when you start that, there'll be lots of emotions and lots of different things and the clearing, and then they'll have a bit more direction. I'm going off on a on a way different subject than what I intended to. <laughs> um, I do believe you are he healer. We've all got healing potential. You give somebody a hug and that's healing. You know, it's there. I think it's been shut off for such a long time that, yeah. and especially the last year, last couple of years, you either go one way or the other. And it's up to you what you do with it. But um yeah, that's a whole nother subject, a whole nother subject. Okay, so where are you going to be heading next, Patrick? So you've just arrived at your, your new location. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we actually are pulled up on the side of the highway right now, but we are about five, ten minutes from where we're going to stop tonight. We're going to be 
at uh, just south of Garden City, Kansas. And then we are actually headed to a donkey rescue here in about a week and a half. Then we're going to a prison to help prisoners that have a wild Mustang program that helps tame Mustangs, but also teach the prisoners as well. So we're going to go to help the prisoners and the Mustangs, and then we're going to go to another rescue. So we got a really exciting next couple of weeks that we're get, getting into, and we're just going to try to give back as much as we can to as many people and horses as we can while we can. <laughs> that's a tall order that's a tall order how many miles have you got to do to finish your what you set out how many more miles 950 miles left so we've ridden i guess just over 1400 miles and uh, all said and done it's going to be just under 2500 miles ridden okay and how are the horses coping so how actually got a cut right below his hoof about two and a half weeks ago right before our last rescues and it turned into an abscess after it healed so he's finally he's about 90 percent healthy right now but you know it's hard for him to stand still but he's almost there i think by next week he'll be ready to go again but gammy has been carrying the weight the last you know 300 miles or so and she's ready for out get back and, and join the team again but you know, at the end of the day we have to do right by the horse and we won't push how when he's not ready and we'll just continue to make adjustments. And, you know, because if we don't make it all together, then I don't view this trip as an accomplishment. We have to finish this trip as one, just like we started because those horses, Hal and Gammy are, are my family. So it's just so important to remember that. Yeah. I love the way you call them your family. <laughs> I've we've been chatting for I don't know twenty minutes and and I uh, yeah yeah <laughs> um so there was a post of, I think it was a couple of days ago what that you was riding with a couple of horses was that from the last ranch that you were working actually we had two people that worked with the Colorado Horse Rescue and two friends of mine out who wanted to come ride from Colorado to Kansas. We rode about 15 miles together and we rode to the, the Kansas border and they are 16 and 17 years old and are up and coming trainers in the industry. And they kind of have a like-minded view on horsemanship. And it was just a blast to have them along. And I tell you what though, when you're talking, I'm 33 and because I'm like 15 years older than they are, they love to go a little bit faster than I did. So the next day I was a little sore after riding with those youngsters, but it, it was a good time. That is so that's so funny you calling them youngsters. Oh my goodness. Um have you ever heard of Warwick Schiller? He has a brilliant podcast. Have you ever listened to any of his podcasts? I don't know Warwick personally, but my mentor is good friends with him and I spoke with him briefly before this trip and I love his mindset on horses and his values and he's just said Sounds like a really great man. Yeah, I was just listening to his latest podcast tonight on my drive home. And uh, you should listen to that one. Yeah, you should listen to I'm not going to say anymore, but you should listen to that one. It's, it's a good one. Okay, um, I definitely will. <laughs> yeah, I was so lucky to meet Warwick for about 10 minutes. When he came to the UK, he was doing a clinic and um, I won a ticket. You could go and just watch. I didn't take my horse. And I went to watch him do um, a clinic. And I remember 
going into the building and I saw this chap with with a Stetson on and I thought, I think that's Warwick. It looks like Warwick. So I went to him and says, hi, are you Warwick? And he says, yeah. And I said, hi, I'm Ronnie. And he shook my hand and he said, oh, hi. And, and he introduced me to his son, Tyler. And I said, oh, I, I've just won a ticket to, to come and see you. So I'm, I'm really excited because um, I was I was aware of you before and I was watching you on YouTube and following you. So this is a big thing for me. But anyway, thank you very much. And I'll let you get on. And I went off and watched his clinic. And that was quite a few years ago. And then I've been listening to his his, his podcasts. And I love them because he talks openly about everything and how he's changing and a few things he's talked about, not on his scale, but I think, yeah, I understand that. I, I, I'm going through my journey and that's happened to me. So it's it's not just about horses, it's about, it's about life, which I really, really like. And that's what your work is going to be about as well, or is about. I love it. Earplex. Right. Good. Okay. So is there anything else you'd like to chat about? Because I'm, I know you've got to get on and you're on the road still. So you probably want to get where where you need to go. Well, I would love to maybe as we get closer to the finish, come back on and kind of talk with you a little bit more. But, you know, I can tell that your energy is amazing, Ronnie, and you sound like a, just a great, great soul. And it's like you have the <laughs> horse's best interest at heart and we have a very similar philosophy. And I'm just so fortunate and blessed to be on here with you. And hopefully we can carry this kind of relationship over into a French for years to come and I'm just trying to, to make the most out of this experience and get to know as many as amazing people and horses as we can and uh, just take it one day at a time and and give back more than we take. so if we give more than we take and I think we've lived one heck of a life yeah yeah <laughs> I think that's quite a sentence to end on um I would love to chat with you more normally my interviews is an hour or so but it's hard for you to, if you're trying to concentrate because the signal's fluctuating so but we can do this again we can arrange to do it and hopefully it'll be a better connection or we can do it straight to Facebook and we can just go live on there if that's okay with you yeah maybe this could be part one and then we can put together a part two and I'm not in the middle of nowhere, so I think that would be awesome. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, you're not the first person I've done more than one interview with, and it's quite fun. But thank you so much for coming on and stopping what you're doing in your busy day, in your busy schedule. Um, I'm so excited to hear the next part, and I think the people that see this will will get a gist, and hopefully they'll go to your page and and donate because it's a charity, isn't there? Yes, it is. Yep, it's, it's all for charity and a yeah. non-profit that we started. Brilliant. Okay. Unless you want to say anything else, do you want to say anything else? Or are you ready to go? No. Uh, no, thank you so much. Yeah. And I would love to see if we can get kind of better service when I'm here next time. Okay. I'm just going to pop you back out like I did earlier and say bye. And then we can have a quick chat before you go. Okay. Okay. Thank cool. you. For... Thanks, yeah. Patrick. <laughs> Oops, I cut them off too soon. I'm so sorry. Um, wow, what a guy. Really interesting. I can't wait to chat to him again. So sorry about the connection, but sometimes that happens. That's life, but it doesn't matter. You've got a gist of, of who he is. I will post um, links to his Facebook page and his website, and then you can t- read up about him and, and get some more background um, on what it is he's doing. So thank you very much for um 
for stopping on by and for your comments and your messages. Really, really appreciate that. Like I said, it doesn't matter if one person's watching this or, or you know, 20. It's just getting messages out there and it's connecting uh, like-minded people. So take care. Have a lovely weekend and a respite from the hot weather. And thank you very much from uh, Ronnie at Equine Voices. Take care and bye for now. Bye. You've been listening to Ronnie King at Equine Voices. Thank you for listening and speak to you soon.